Welcome to the Invested Dads Podcast, simplifying financial topics so that you can take action and make your financial situation better, helping you to understand the current world of financial planning and investments. Here are your hosts, Josh Robb and Austin Wilson. All right. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the Invested Dads Podcast, a podcast where we take you on a journey to better your financial future. First of all, you're probably listening to this on your way to Thanksgiving lunch. So from us, happy Turkey Day. We have a lot to be thankful for, and we start with being thankful for our amazing listeners. We would not be here without you. Well, technically, we'd be here, but just not talking into microphones. So we would just be sitting We'd have the same conversations. Saying, Hi, Austin. We would just be Thanksgiving. Yeah, we would just be talking. stats on Thanksgiving together. <laughs> uh, but you get to enjoy that with us. So exactly. we are thankful for you and everything everything that you guys do to make this podcast Absolutely. Successful. And we, we love it. We love it. We love it. Yeah. So... Inflation. Inflation. We're talking about Thanksgiving, but we're talking about how Thanksgiving is impacted by inflation because it seems really relevant this year. So if you were the one responsible for your food yes. preparation for Thanksgiving meal, you may have noticed it cost a little more this year. A little year bit. And we're going to get past. in. We'll break down the numbers yes. later after this. No, actually, that's how they would say it on TV. But this is a podcast. So we're going to say, yes, inflation has been running hot, like really hot, relatively speaking. Yes. Not like the 70s, but like. The hottest we've seen in 30 years. Yeah. So, inflation. Last week, in the month of October, CPI report came out. Headline CPI, 6.2% higher than last year. So, that's what they call the year-over-year number, meaning from November 1st of last year through October, from a one-year time frame, it's 6.2% higher than it was last year. Correct. Crazy. So, yes. that Tell is. Tell me, though, CPI. There, we're going to walk through a couple different ways of looking at inflation. Inflation is just the increase in cost over time, but there's different ways of calculating it or different ways that the government uses to track it. Correct. So CPI, what is that? Consumer Price Index, CPI. So this is a basket of goods that the Bureau of Labor Statistics, or BLS, because we love acronyms in the finance world, can't have too many. They calculate it monthly, and they publish it monthly on a month-over-month basis and a year-over-year basis looking back to the same month last year. Mm -hmm. So it's published every month. They look at it on a headline basis, which is the number I just said. So that's like everything that's included in their basket of goods. That's all inclusive of that. They also publish it on a core. They call it core basis. And that takes out food and energy components and food and energy. They're they're kind of independent. They move independently of the rest of the market often in terms of pricing. They have their own cycles outside of economic cycles. For instance, food. If you have a bad crop season because of weather that impacts the price of food where the overall market inflation may not reflect that okay so that's why they like to separate that so that's core but really specifically talking about preparing a thanksgiving dinner it makes sense to talk about headline because Mm -hmm. well that includes the food part right people use that food and energy people use it so interestingly enough the federal reserve which this isn't related to this topic at all except for the fact that Today, as we're recording this on the 22nd, the week, yes. this is the day, week of Thanksgiving, on the 22nd, Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell has been renominated for a second term. All right. Big news. Brainerd was the inc- incumbent, I don't know the number, incumbent, the, the p- other potential person run, yeah, the potential other favorite. She will actually be the vice chair, okay. and they will kind of keep each other in check. They're both generally pretty dovish, but the market really likes the way Powell communicates, and who knows you know, how that will work going forward, but seems to be yeah. not a ton of changes. However, 
inflation is the topic, and inflation is what's getting a little bit, I wouldn't say out of hand, yep. but it, it, it can if left to go too long, and that's why the yep. Fed has started to taper off their bond purchases, which will lead eventually, likely next year, yep. to interest rate increases. You know, that was that got me. They, they, you mentioned them being dovish, and they use that as a, as a reference. It's There's a Thanksgiving reference. Yeah. And dovish. Birds you can eat. Yeah, but hawks, I don't think you eat them. I don't but think so hawkish either. and dovish, meaning aggressive or more passive yeah. in, in how they're peaceful. looking peaceful. Yeah. yeah. But why? I mean, we use the term bear and bullish in economic I terms know. all the time. Why do you need Hawk other animals just showing up? We like our acronyms yeah. and we like our animal Apparently. references. That's just all we know. So anyway, back to that was a tangent on the Whole, Federal Reserve. Yes. So the Federal... 6.2%. Federal Reserve. Yes. So stable pricing is one of the Federal Reserve's mandates, along with full and inclusive employment. That's yes. their two mandates that they are trying to, you know, ramp up the economy to get to. So... Stable pricing is a not super inflationary environment, right? That's yeah. that's not stable yeah. by any means. They don't use CPI, and they use what is called personal consumption expenditures, also yeah. published on a headline on a core basis. But that's known as PCE because we like our acronyms. And that historically has run a bit cooler than CPI, which means that the numbers that we're seeing on a CPI basis may not freak them out as much as it freaks out other people. But for more details on inflation... We actually have a dedicated episode on inflation, which is number 79, episode 79. We talked about inflation. It's called Inflation Nation. And we actually did this when inflation wasn't as hot as it is now. Mm -hmm. So quite prevalent, but we did break down both of those definitions in a lot more detail. Yep. All right. So let's talk what we want to talk about today, Thanksgiving. And really more importantly, the increase in the cost of Thanksgiving from last year to this year. They're saying 6.2%. So if I looked at what I spent last year on Thanksgiving, is it 6.2% higher now? So that's an interesting question and a good one that a lot of people probably have. The right answer is maybe. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> a good like answer. It's like moderation yeah. or whatever Josh would yeah. say. But the reality of it is is that that 6.2% is based on a calculated, quote unquote, basket of goods, which has a ton of different components with different weightings right. in it for the average consumer. So your basket of goods or specifically your basket of groceries for Thanksgiving or whatever may look a lot different than your neighbors or whatever. So your so my Thanksgiving is very dessert heavy. It, I may have a different inflation. It could amount. be more or less. Who knows? And we're going to break down the components of some of the All food right. inflation later on. But you're likely not going to see exactly a 6.2% increase. Mm-hmm. In fact, a lot of people, a lot of economists are saying that you know what actual consumers are feeling, what most consumers are feeling is actually a lot higher than 6% because of that basket. Because I eat a lot of meat and that contributes a- to it. No, it's because of yeah, their basket specifically being like food and energy, they're not the entire basket of goods, but they're up so much year over year and that's a huge portion of a lot of people's, you know, think gasoline, think groceries, mm-hmm. huge portion of most people's budgets. So, a couple drivers of that. But yeah, your inflation and your feeling on it may be higher, it may be lower, but that's kind of a ballpark. Yep. So let's talk food, because that's really what our minds are on today. It's Thanksgiving. Mm, um, I'm hungry. Let's talk about the actual cost. Yeah. So it's probably going to cost more. Yeah. That's just kind of the way we're seeing things right now. I will put a link in the show notes for a CNBC article breaking it down. But in short, we need to also put in our mind that Thanksgiving dinner in 2020 yep. was actually 4% cheaper than 2019. Than 2019 on average. So let's put that in our mind, but okay. then say this year, based on the inflation number we just talked about, 
it's going to be higher. And in fact, the American Farm Bureau estimates that a Thanksgiving feast for 10, so that comes with turkey, sweet potatoes, rolls, veggie tray, mm-hmm. a pie with whipped cream, all these things, it'll cost around $53.31, roughly. Oh, wow. That's a very specific rough number. Yeah. But that is actually up 14 percent wow from last year that's a big that's not 6.2 that's not six that's not four you're not nope nope that's a big number so that is something that is maybe more ballpark what people should expect to spend is it's going to be more than 10 percent above what you have spent and in bigger cities it's probably even more because it's even harder you know supply things are even harder in in certain areas like that so yeah definitely going to be a a, a factor now let's talk about some some of the drivers behind these inflationary yep. issues one is supply obviously supply and supply chain issues they've wrecked every part of the economy mm-hmm. every sector of every market you know we had an extremely efficient global and specifically u.s economy it was never meant to be shut down yep okay that's just let's get that understood but we did as a country and as a world, shut down the economy last year, and we're still feeling the impact as certain areas are not back up and running smoothly. Ports are backed up, trucks are jammed if you can even find them, and everything's either on back order are or unavailable. Jellied? Are the trucks jellied? No, they're jammed. They're jammed. Yeah, okay. jammed. No, it's more like uh, what's the other one? Marmalade. Preserve. Marmalade. Yeah, I don't know. That's a type of jam. It's a jelly. type of jam. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, one of them has like fruit pieces in it, and one of them doesn't. Yeah, jam or jelly. Yeah, I don't want. I don't know the difference. So anyway, everything's on back order or unavailable or has a long lead time. All we can do is wait, you know, to see until things improve, which could be as late as middle of next year or after. Who knows? We're kind of just in the wait and see approach. So suffice it to say, it's just my opinion, but. I think the world would do wise to consider other alternatives if another pandemic comes because the economic cost Mm -hmm. is great, which then in turn creates all kinds of other costs. You know, we've got emotional, social costs. You know, last year it just came out. Terrible economic year. Tons of people unemployed, yada, yada, yada. Most opioid deaths in America in history with over 100,000. So, like, these are byproducts of some of the situations that were caused. They were caused by some loneliness and feelings of isolation and stuff like that. So, anyway, I'm going to get off my soapbox because I'm really passionate about an economy that hums along. And we're definitely not there yet. We're getting there. We got some work to do. So, yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. So, let me give you a dad joke to break up the soapbox and get back to our top. Okay. All sounds right? good. All right. Now, Austin, you know, I'm not a singer. You're musically inclined. I am not. Oh, man. I'm going to change that. But do you know what the best song would be to play while you're cooking a turkey? Mm, nope. It's all about the bass. It's all about the bass. About the bass. No. What's the, the opposite? What, no. what rhymes with treble and giblets. is about no giblets? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, that would be a good song to sing it's all about while the you're uh, making so, turkey. Because you don't want to dry turkey. If I, sure. So I watched this guy on YouTube called Sam the Cooking Guy. So Sam, if you're listening. Sam. I would love it if you were listening to this. But you good. are my favorite YouTube channel and I watched almost all your videos. But he posted a picture on Reddit, I think, of a spatchcocked turkey. I don't know what that is. I know. That's what I'm going to explain. So a spatchcocked turkey, and you can do this with chicken too, is a way of cooking where you essentially you cut out the entire backbone of the bird. Okay. 
and you pull it and lay it open. Okay, open it up, yeah. And then so it's all cooking kind of thin. Yep. And you can get super crispy skin, but all of the meat where you want it to stays super moist. And it also is just a really cool word to say. Yeah. So what did you do? I spatchcocked my turkey. It's like filleting. It. It's, it's really just, what you're doing. It kind of is, yeah. but I'm going to try it. I don't, I'm not, we go places. It's pretty wide. I mean, if, depends on, on the size of your is, bird. Yeah. It's just a yeah, big like chicken. a 20 pound turkey. You're that's a big thing spread out. I know your oven better Widen be ready that for thing. that. Now he he pointed out in his Reddit post that you know a turkey. If you have questions about cooking a turkey, just think of you're cooking a big chicken. Yeah, like it's the same, it's the same it's bird, the same bone kind yeah. of idea and everything like that. So we go to my parents for Thanksgiving, and my mom does a great job with turkeys and stuff like that. I've so I've never made a turkey, but when I get my chance one day, I'm spatchcocking that sucker. Yeah, I mean. Cut it open. Mm-hmm. I want the tender and the crispy. I'm a dark meat guy when it comes to turkey. You like the dark meat? I'm a dark meat guy. Yeah. Mm. Oh, the last year, because of COVID, I cooked a turkey. Yes, we you just, did. Just I our remember. family. It turned out well. I was I was satisfied with the end result. Did you spatchcock it? I did not. I don't think I... It was a good size turkey. We, there were six of us, and <laughs> yeah. your uh, oven might not yeah, have been I able to think it prepare been for that. About that, but it turned out all right. I had I found a recipe years ago because I had to make a turkey one other year. Because my parents got sick, and so it was last minute, and I said, I'll cook it, and then deliver it to all the siblings. It was great. I found this recipe. It was amazing. Best turkey I've ever had in my life. No joke. Should have saved the recipe. Figured I could find it in future years. Searched the internet. I'm talking spent hours trying to find this recipe. It's gone. I don't know. But you like put... Oh, what's that? Cranberry. Okay. In like a, almost like a glaze. You make a cranberry mm-hmm. glaze on your turkey. So I had just a hint of cranberry mm-hmm. on the turkey itself. And that turned that gravy using turkey drippings. Mm. Slight cranberry mm-hmm. hint in there. Not like overpowering because I'm not like a huge cranberry person. Right. But just a little hint. Okay. Best gravy. I mean, it was just incredible. And I wish I would have printed that recipe out because I can't find it. Anymore. So here's where I'm at. Yes. I have some friends who are into smoking of meat. Yes. They're, they don't they smoke. roll it and... They're into smoking of meat. Okay. In like a Trigger, like oh, not pellet like, smoker. Okay, yeah, yeah. Not like rolling <laughs> like a cigarette smoking, of like turkey Turkey cigarette. This is and a turkey uh, like, a trigger, like a Trigger smoker. And what I'm saying in my mind as we're talking mm-hmm. about turkeys mm-hmm. is a spatchcock turkey... Smoked in there. Smoked that would in be good. there. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I just that, love You it. would probably have more room on a mm-hmm. grill or something if you're going to do that yep. and do some indirect... Yeah, that would be good. So, Nate Hoy... We're going to get on that. We're going to smoke a turkey. There okay, so right, that's a food. lot. Now that we're on it. Now we're talking about food. So let's talk about a breakdown of the food cost changes versus last yep. year. And this was up from that article? This was from the CNBC article. Okay. So meat, poultry, fish, and eggs. This is a yes. collective basket. This includes turkey. Mm-hmm. But that is up. That'd be poultry. Yeah, that'd be poultry. That is up 11.9% year over year. By the way, this is a side note, but it goes along with this. Bacon is up more. Bacon. Well, that was what I was going to say, but it is. Sense. I don't know. Oh. What I was going to say is small turkeys are going to be harder to find this year. Yeah. Because, do you know why? I do. I was going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Then go ahead. Okay. Unless it's different. But so one of the main driver of yes. this is, you know, a shortage of turkeys. Mm-hmm. Lowest bird count in years is kind yes. of one of the headlines. Turkey itself is 21% per pound higher oh, in cost than last year. There were labor shortages in processing plants, and in turn, oh, yeah. this caused the ability to get like turkeys processed longer, so the turkeys got fatter 
and required and because and then they required to eat more food, which yeah. caused cost of the food to be up. So labor and supply costs both yeah. increased. Is that what you're talking that about? That's what it's talking about yeah. right there. Is the fact that they stayed on the farm they longer? Fattening up. They got bigger, and <laughs> so like now you used to be able to find like, a couple pound turkey, right? And you're like, oh, this is my five pound turkey for my family. Yeah. It's perfect. Nope, nope. You got a ten pound <laughs> turkey. Better enjoy it. <laughs> it's the smallest one yeah. you can find. So it just that just boggled my mind that. Something that I never would have thought of of the pandemic is farmers kept their animals longer, right. which means the bigger, Fatter. which you think would be good for the farmer, but it's they actually not. feed them more. Exactly. And it, yeah, it's not because, I mean, you're selling certain size turkeys. You, yeah. you want this optimal size. Craziness. Turkeys. I mean, yeah, you can't find a small turkey. There's just, it's, it, I don't know. I think that we're in a unique situation, but I'm looking forward to eating some yes. of that turkey, however it's cooked. Okay, so that's meat, poultry, fish, and eggs up 11.9%. Salad dressing, something you're probably going to have on Thanksgiving, that's up 7.7% year over year. Salt, other seasonings, and spices up 4.9%. Bakery products up 3.6%. We're going to have a lot of bland food because people are cutting down on that. That'd be horrible. Inflation's got me. Spend the money Ah. there. Spend the money there. Bakery products up 3.6. Fruit and veggies up 3. Condiments and sauces up 2.6. Dairy products up Mm 1.8. And gravies and such up 1.8 as well. Now, if you think of where the bulk of your spending is going to go to your meal, it's likely going to be in that big bird. Ooh, not yeah. big bird. No, don't eat big bird. <laughs> it's going to be on that turkey. Yes. And that is going to be causing some inflation in your meal uh, for certain there. So, yeah. But if you're buying a bigger turkey, then your lunches will last longer and maybe you'll save, you'll net better because you don't have to buy sandwich lunch all i'm thinking about meal. is ross geller on oh, friends yeah. and the moist maker sandwich that he flips out about yes with the leftovers bread turkey and stuff and then in the middle is a gravy soaked piece of bread the moist maker he calls it yeah. oh that uh, looks just, sounds I so good turkey that's one of my favorite things it so. sounds really good all right so think about thanksgiving unfortunately it will be a little more expensive this year yeah and that's again a continuation of what you've experienced this whole year you know, but if you've li- been listening to our advice, hopefully through all the other things that you're doing well, not only surviving, but thriving. So we wish you a happy Thanksgiving and know that inflation, like we said, this is the highest been since the 90s, but we've experienced high, high inflation in the past. And, you know, we know our economy can get through this. So, you know, rest easy, financial situation, you know, that's this will pass. We'll adjust to this. The right. Economy will adjust. Yeah, you'll be all right. So let's wrap it up by talking about some yeah. things we're thankful for. Yeah. And Josh, I am thankful for a great co-host because oh. we have a lot of fun we recording do. this podcast. I don't, you know, you guys only hear 70% of what actually gets recorded, which is probably good. <laughs> That's probably good. <laughs> but it is, it is a joy and it is a fun time. So I'm thankful to have a good time recording this. Thankful for a good job where we get to do what we love. Mm-hmm. And I'm thankful for a healthy family as my wife's recovering from strep throat oh, when yes. I'm recording this. Healthier. But healthier, we're getting there. I'm thankful for a growing four-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. And some of you may know, but we have a unique situation where our daughter has special needs. I mean, she's growing and developing at such a fun little pace. And we're super excited about what is going on with that curly-haired girl. Because yes. it's crazy. It didn't come from me. Hair. That's it is a a lot of hair. Yep. And we're thankful, again, like I mentioned earlier, for, for you guys taking your time out of your Thanksgiving day or whenever you're listening to this yeah. to listen to us. Yes. So thank you for all that you do to make this possible. Yep. And I am also thankful for this podcast and all of our listeners. You know, we like to talk to each other and I'm thankful for our 
employers giving us this opportunity to take what we enjoy doing together and, and putting into a podcast. Hopefully it helps people along the way. I'm also thankful for my family and the health that we have. And, you know, I'm going to extend that to, you know, grandparents and, and relatives that we have that ability to get together and have that extended family interaction. I'm also just thankful for just the opportunities that we have. And you look back on, you know, as your kids grow older and those memories you make. And so you you get that sentimental dad to say, you know, man, they get older every year. <laughs> Somehow weird how that works. But to take the, I'm just thankful for the times and, and memories we built. So, And as always, check out our free gift to you. It's a brief list of eight principles of timeless investing. These are overarching investment themes meant to keep you on track to meet your long-term goals. We don't mention Turkey. No. Nope. Even though we are thankful for it. No. Nope. It's really good. It's not part of your investment planning unless you're invested in a turkey company. Yes. Butterball, perhaps. I don't know. Is it public? I think Butterball makes, I don't know if they're publicly traded, but they are responsible for one third of America's turkeys. Oh, wow. That's a lot of turkeys. Oh, I had a question. Yes. Before we get, before we wrap this up, if you stuck along this long, you're on for a trip. Yes. Question. You know how we eat chicken eggs? We, yes. Turkey eggs? Do they, yeah, I don't know. They have to like They gotta eggs, be bigger, right? Right? I would think they're bigger. Why don't we eat turkey eggs? I don't know. They could be bigger. It could be better. Yeah. You I can mean, get duck eggs. Yeah. It's real. All different eggs. So Quail eggs. Mm, they make those. You can eat those. Just the thought that popped into my yeah. head. Maybe You're welcome. Weird. Ostrich eggs. Oh, those are huge. It's yeah. like a, an omelet like in an egg. 18 eggs yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And like you can't, you can stand on the eggshell and it won't break. They're it's really that thick. thick. Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know why turkey eggs. Okay. Well, that was just popped into maybe, my head. Maybe they're foul. <laughs> I don't know. So, Josh, how can people help us grow this podcast? All right. Uh, subscribe. That way you get it every Thursday, even on Thanksgiving. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you know somebody who loves Thanksgiving, then share this episode with them. Also, as we're adding this new year and we're wrapping this up, there's still time to invest in our Investopedia... Stock draft. Stock draft. Yeah, I forget what the whole yeah. cool name we had for the second annual... Whatever, whatever, whatever. But there's still time all the way up until the end of December. So if you want to, you can start with $100,000 and get going and, you know, maybe you have a good run there in the last couple weeks. So, but check that out. It's always a fun thing to do as well. Well, until next week, have a great week. All right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Invested Dads podcast. This episode has ended, but your journey towards a better financial future doesn't have to. Head over to theinvesteddads.com to access all the links and resources mentioned in today's show. If you enjoyed this episode and we had a positive impact on your life, leave us a review. Click subscribe and don't miss the next episode. Josh Robb and Austin Wilson work for Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. All opinions expressed by Josh, Austin, or any podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Clients of Hicks and Zerker Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast. There is no guarantee that the statements, opinions, or forecasts provided herein will prove to be correct. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Indices are not available for direct investment. Any investor who attempts to mimic the performance of an index would incur fees and expenses, which would reduce returns. Securities investing involves risk, including the potential for loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment plan or strategy will be successful.